0: What's up, everybody? You are locked live to Believers After Dark. Welcome, come on in, come on in the room. It's me, your girl, Iberia, and it's absolutely going down. You are at the right place and at the right time for your kingdom solutions for real world issues. I know some of you are used to hearing me say that when we're talking about Saved and the City, but it's since expanded from Saved in the City to Saved in the City TV, And now the Saved and the City Christian Network. And Believers After Dark is actually just a segment within that network where we can talk about topics that are real, raw, uncut, and absolutely necessary. And so we're going to be dealing with controversial topics with the intention to spark community and cultural dialogue and change. Are y'all ready for some change? Are you ready at least to start the conversation. Well, I hope so. And if you're not, I'm so excited that I have some folks that are ready yes. <laughs> <laughs> to start the conversation. I'm definitely not sitting here alone. Again, I'm your host for, for the evening, uh, but I'm joined by the amazing Princess mm-hmm. High and Rogers. Woo-hoo. How y'all feeling? Yes. Right? It's 10 o'clock at night. It is. <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> felt so, like I wanted to say it. past
1: my bedtime.
0: <laughs> but we're here. We're here. And we have quite an interesting topic that we're going to be discussing today. It's called Curious Conception. Hmm. We're not talking about Immaculate Conception. We're talking about, well, these days it, it can seem pretty immaculate. So before we jump into the topic at hand, let's kind of go around the table. And uh, why don't you guys introduce yourselves, tell the people a little bit about exactly who you are and what you do.
1: And uh, then we'll jump into the topic at hand. Let's start with Ms. Jelanda. All right. So my name is Jelanda Rogers. I am the founder and owner of Talk Consulting, where our mission is to encourage people to share their respective journeys through healing hope and survival. So one thing I'm like, join the conversation. So I'm incredibly excited to be here with Believers After Dark, and I'm hoping you will join the conversation with us. Yes. Let's talk. Absolutely.
0: Let's talk. I love it. And talk consulting. And so I'm so excited that she's here, not just as a a guest today, but kind of as our resident (laughs) counselor on hand for So you're going to see her for a couple different shows kind of coming up over the next few weeks. We're so appreciative to have Talk Consulting as a sponsor of Believers After Dark. And then my good friend, my sister over here, Princess. Welcome back. A different
2: show. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) How are you and what's going on with you these days? I am well. So I'm Princess. I'm here today as a surrogate, but I wear a lot of hats. Yeah. Um, I'm also a public school teacher. I'm a nanny, Mm -hmm. uh, a licensed real estate agent. um, Come on, with it, a violinist. I am a musician. You help Um, people with their credit too. I do credit repair (laughs) specialist um, among (laughs) many, many, many other things. So. Uh, That's me in a nutshell. Yeah. And you're going to hear a lot more about my surrogacy journey uh, coming up shortly.
0: Exactly. And um, we can uh, definitely kind of get into that a little bit later in the show. But we did have Princess on the show, Anna. It's been a few months ago now. And she was pregnant then, uh, you know, as a surrogate, carrying the baby for... We're going to let you say it because I feel like I'm going to say all the wrong things. Just politically (laughs) wrong is what she is. Uh, But we're definitely going to get into that. So again, the topic for today is... Curious conception. And so the kind of idea is that, you know, making a baby, especially in this day and age, it doesn't have to involve one man and one woman anymore. Mm. You know, there's all different kinds of ways that people can conceive. And, you know, sometimes, it, yeah, you know, as a Christian, you ha- have to kind of check your moral compass. Like, what's right? What's wrong? What are your beliefs? What do you stand by as it pertains
1: to conception? Do you have any specific thoughts on that, Jelanda? Well, as a mom of four. Yeah. And I can honestly say I never intentionally got pregnant with any of them. (laughs) What? But would not trade them at all. Are you supposed to be on safe, single, and having sex? Oh, but that
0: was with the marriage. That That was with the the marriage.
1: That was with the the marriage. Oh, she was holy unto the Lord. Okay. (laughs) You, You know, no, we tried, yes. we tried, it happened, it <laughs> happened. No, but I am very blessed, no grace of my own to have had all of my children within mm-hmm. our marriage. So, mm-hmm. but I do have friends and I do know people that yeah. have conceived in curious ways including but mm-hmm. not limited to um, <laughs> IBF and just, you know, traditional yes. methods outside of the biblical so confines. IBS,
0: for those people, I mean, I don't know who doesn't know, but maybe people don't know. What does that stand for? It is
1: in vitro fertilization and princess yes. will probably be way more dope <laughs> <laughs> on explaining that than I would, but I'm interested to just kind of get into this dialogue. Yeah. And my whole heart is, I believe we each have a journey, mm-hmm. you know, and a Father has outlined that journey for us.
0: Mm-hmm. No, I'm so with it. You know, let's kind of jump. I wanted to kind of go, well, you know what? I'll go into to this. This is uh, something that I kind of pulled off the internet. And then I want you to jump in, Princess, as a surrogate and just kind of share your thoughts. So the morality of surrogacy. And so this is what I, I pulled off the internet. And it says, the Bible does not forbid the practice outright, But it does bring up questions of surrogacy itself. Is it moral or is it ethical? And in Psalms 127 and 3, we see that the children are a gift to couples, and not everyone is blessed with them. God will not always give us exactly what we want. Just as he blesses some people with incredible wealth, he only blesses some of us with the ability to have children. See, I already don't like, okay. I'm not, again, I'm (laughs) reading it, it does not mean that I agree. Could you possibly be going against God's plan for hmm. your uh for your life by trying to have a child anyway? I think that's a well. great question on the table. Um, and in addition, marriage is designed to be between two people, and children are born of that, of that union. That's mm-hmm. Genesis one. And it says to bring a third party means a child would have a third parent. I don't know. What do you think, Princess? I'm
2: looking <laughs> at I'm looking that's at a lot. It is. It is, it's loaded. Um, so many pieces that you could dissect. I'm gonna say, you know, what you stated first was probably the most fitting for me. I mean, you said the Bible doesn't forbid it outright. Yeah. So, yeah. Boom. Know, boom. You know <laughs> Other than that, I'd have to see a lot on the rest of it because, you know, I haven't studied yes, that passage. But yeah. I mean, hey, it is what it, it is. It is what it is. <laughs> and
0: people are going to choose what they're going to choose. And I mean, do we really have a right to tell people? I mean, I don't know. Do we have a right to tell people, especially if you're leaders in the church, on what they should and shouldn't do? I don't really know a lot. Like, this is all very new to me. And just a sidebar that I'm 40, child. Ooh. Yes. That's okay. Oh, Jesus. I felt that. 40 and (laughs) 5. 40 and 5, remember. Oh, Lord. But I don't have children, and I I want children. And if it came to a point where I get even a little bit more older, I feel like I would try. I would be considering freezing my eggs. You know what I mean? Like, is that am I going against God's will? Like, what you know? I think
1: I feel like you want yeah. to say something. Come on, well, with it. you know, I'm just thinking. Yeah, it's a lot. You're a believer after dark, and you're hosting the show, yeah. and just to really hear you talk about freezing your eggs. Yeah, I'm just thinking. You know, Brandy, yes. as a believer. Yeah, you see, this is the church face. Come on, this church is, face. This like, is what we do. Yeah. You know, are you sure that's what God wants for that's you? That's what they say. You know, I know. And Ooh, I guess right. in my mind, the biggest thing that I think there are four areas. That that you just you pretty much stay away from with telling people what to do. And that's babies, mm. states, dates, and mates.
2: Babies, what? Say that again. Babies.
1: States, dates, and mates. What that means is you don't tell nobody how many babies they should have and or shouldn't have. You don't prophesy babies, mm-hmm. mates. That's your husband. You need to marry him or you need to divorce him or her. States. God is calling you to move to New York. Ooh. And baby states, dates, and and try not to try not to do the like whole in two weeks. Oh, I see that check. Oh,
0: coming. You know, those are just some
1: things that kind of protect, you know, us in the body. So from that perspective, then even with this saying that could you be going against God's plan for you trying to conceive a child anyway? No, I wasn't born by IVF and I wasn't born by surrogate, but I also wasn't born in the confines of a marriage between a man and a woman. True, true.
0: Wow, that's so good. So, okay, I want to say this and then we're going to go to a quick break and then we'll be back and we'll hear a little bit uh, more specifically about Princess's surrogate journey. And then she's also looking for surrogates too if you guys want to explore those new options but you know, I, I think you gave me the good church face, like almost to the point where I was like, "Oh God!" <laughs> <laughs> like I literally was questioning my life. Like, That's do I what really want to? Re- and oh my goodness, I kind of felt it. But then I, I think about different passages in the Bible, not specifically with uh, the children. But if we think about Lazarus, who was all the way dead, is was that he was dead? You know, or the little girl? I think she had died in the in the home, and then they. Or they no, they lowered the little girl through the top of the roof. I can't think of the story. Okay,
1: y'all can't that think was, of it That was the man. <laughs> and a, oh, the, the man. man and I was like, friends. come on, come on. They lowered, they lowered him. But the girl did die. The girl Jesus just went. Him. I'm yeah, just saying. It was put everybody whole, out the room. It It was happened. a whole <laughs> lot of
0: things that happened <laughs> that technically it should be done. You, they're in the ground. It's done. It's over. That's not happening for you But sometimes I truly believe it can be a testing of your faith and how bad do you want it? Again, that's my thought. I don't know where that stands biblically. And maybe that's what we'll dive into even after the show and have like a comeback on another show. But yeah, something to think about, right? It's a lot of stuff to think about. And again, before we go to break, I want to say this. If you see what we're kind of holding some stones, there's some stones in our hands, right? And so that's on purpose. It's a reminder. Yes, come on, stones, that we all have different opinions. We all have different thoughts and and strong beliefs, either right or left. But when it comes down to it, ye without sin cast the first stone, okay? And we all have sinned and come short of the glory. And so as uh, we're going to break, I want you to consider that. While you, because I, I just feel somebody in my spirit judging. Mm, oh, mm, you judging? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. You go on with your stone. Hold it tight, <laughs> and we'll be right back after this. And we are back. You are locked live to Believers After Dark on Saved and the City TV with your girl Iberia, and I'm sitting here with the amazing Jolanda Rogers and Princess High and. We're discussing Curious Conceptions. If you've been kind of following us through the show, how you been, how you feeling? (laughs) You feeling curious? (laughs) You gonna try some new conceptions? You know, it's all good. We got our stone and we ain't throwing it at you. That's what I know. So, you know, what I wanted to do, because this show is going to go by so fast, is make sure that we have an opportunity to catch up with Princess, who, again, was on probably a couple months ago on Saved in the City. And we were talking about her surrogacy then, and that's when she was actually pregnant with the baby. And I wanted to do a follow-up with her and just see how things are going. And for those people who don't understand what surrogacy looks like, maybe you can even inform them on that. So let's kind of jump into that.
2: Sure. So, yes, last time I was here, I was probably mm, seven months pregnant, delivered a healthy baby girl December 15th of 2018. So, what questions do you have? You're curious about the process. Is that correct? Yes, exactly. Okay. So, I did do a round of in vitro. Okay. Which is some shots and some pills, some suppositories that kind of help your body to mimic a natural cycle. So, kind of what it looks like when you do actually naturally conceive. So, that just basically is mirroring. The process of getting pregnant. And then I, I went to a clinic, fertility clinic, and they implanted a, an embryo. So father's sperm, mom's egg. Oh, already,
0: um, all together. Yeah. Okay.
2: And that's probably the biggest thing that I want to clear up for anybody who's interested in surrogacy is that you are not giving of your own genetics. So you don't have to feel like, you know, it's your child You only share a uterus with the baby that you carry. You, you know, you nurture them and cultivate them in your womb. But then it's ultimately you're giving back what Mm -hmm. was given to you. Wow. You just grow it. So, yes, I had the embryo implanted. Yeah. And then, boom, nine months later, I had a baby. (laughs) And like, so was there any separation
0: anxiety or, you know, because you, you had a um, stomach and then you didn't have a stomach and then there was nothing? There
2: could have been, but I think that it was like really good timing. My cousin, my favorite cousin was also pregnant at the same time oh. as I was. Oh, okay. Um, and so she had a baby right before I did. And then I also provided breast milk for the family. So that helped a lot, okay. just having that connection. And they were so supportive emotionally. They checked in with me okay. every day. Mm-hmm. You know, to make sure I was well. And we discussed just little different things about baby's growth. And it was like... You know, it was like she was away, but it was it was still good. And mm-hmm. then I also had my baby cousin that give me that little like oh, oh right. I got you know, a yeah. little baby. Yeah. yeah. Also provided um breast milk for him. So I think that part for me was a great extension of my surrogacy mm-hmm. that really helped mm-hmm. to take away mm-hmm. any sort of separation anxiety. Sure. And then it also made me realize, like, oh, it's a lot of work. Yeah. You know? Like just pumping every day. And I was like, just imagine if I had a baby, also, like I oh, would have goodness. to nurture a baby. My lady parts. Oh, come on for the like, lady ooh. parts. Like, I was like, no, I would have been tired. Yeah. Like, I don't even know how people have two kids. Like, right. Because mm-hmm. you I have the one, to, one daughter. I do. Mm-hmm. And I still had to, you know, juggle her and get her to and fro. Like, and then I was still busy. So, like, mm-hmm. I took my little mm-hmm. maternity leave and I was right back to work. So, I couldn't imagine even like having, you know, a second child at that yeah. point because that's not what I prepared for. So, there was no separation anxiety mm-hmm. in that regard because mm-hmm. I was already ready to you know, snap right. back and keep it moving. So and then is there a
0: there's a process, is there a psychological process you have to go through in the beginning?
2: You do. Right. You do. You have to have a psychological evaluation. So they check on you and mm-hmm. your kind of like your mental capacity to be able to even give away a child or right. you know, release. I prefer release, you know, rather than give away because you're not yeah. giving away anything. You're releasing the baby back to the yeah. parent. I love that. Okay. Um, so yeah, they make sure that you are Comfortable and confident that yeah. you're going to be able to do this just to avoid any of that sort of back and forth at the end. There's also a legal process mm-hmm. where you sign paperwork stating that you are not intended parent. You're not intending to raise the parent. It's not genetically related to you. So you go through a lot of channels before you get to the point of delivery so that they're protected. They are going to be certain that they're going to get their child. You're going to be certain that you're compensated for the labor that you put yourself through. So there's a lot of measures put wow. in place to make and sure so everything goes smoothly. And so the other thing
0: that I think is just like, whoa, that some people don't, don't know is that you don't have to be the same race. Well, you got to be of the human race. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you can't be, you don't have to be the same ethnicity of the baby to carry the child. So she gave birth to a... European-American baby. Who <laughs> mm-hmm. is gorgeous. She's was so darling. Absolutely uh. gorgeous. Goodness. So uh, do you plan on staying a part of her life?
2: I do. Her up. parents uh, text me probably once a month or like once a milestone. Like, so she's uh. on her stomach now, which I'm like, oh my gosh. Oh my god, She's going to be rolling over and, you know, <laughs> just pulling stuff down very soon. So I'm like, so that's exciting. So they, I, I definitely plan to, you know, keep in contact with yeah. them as they are planning to keep in contact with me. We have a very open relationship. We're very comfortable with each other. There, during the time that I was caring for them, I almost felt it was like nice. I like made friends. Like yeah. They were so sweet to me. They choose you? We chose each other. So the okay. agency actually got an idea of our personalities. And then we had an interview, like a face-to-face Skype sort of interview. Yeah. And at that point, we were able to say yay or nay. And we both were like, yeah, let's do this. So, and it was a good fit. So. Oh my
0: God. Feeling. So yeah. I have a heart
1: question for yeah, you. Yeah, I have all kind of feelings. Yeah, uh, like it's a lot going on. I already mentioned I'm a mom of four, mm-hmm. right? Nothing about carrying children is easy. Mm-hmm. So tell me a little bit just about your heart desire to go through that physically okay. as a woman. Yeah, yeah, you know,
2: I think a lot of people like it. Like a lot of people, a lot of the other surrogates are like, oh, you know, pregnancy is easy. Like I don't have hard pregnancies. I know a lot of people who are just like, you know, it's I just... I guess to each his own. Yeah. yeah. And I just love being pregnant. It's like, oh, you got like all this little, you know, ball of energy, like movement. I just feel like I would probably be like, that's my baby. <laughs> like we run
0: away with this little uh, uh, white chocolate child. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I just feel like, I. but again, I think it depends on where you are. Like, because I've not never had a kid and that is a strong desire of mine. So ain't nobody taking my baby if it's oh my god! But like you said, you you have to separate. Mm -hmm, You definitely do your brain kind of from that. Can I say this? Here goes something else. Mm -hmm. It's probably off the round wall and real stupid. Because the first time, like honestly, the first time I wore human hair, like this is gonna start. Oh my god! <laughs> Listen, it's I felt, like it it's <laughs> I felt like it was somebody. I felt like it was somebody else's spirit. Oh. I was like, I don't. Whose hair is I'm this? Serious.
1: I was like, literally, I was like,
0: whose hair is this? Like, I just started to think, and it was sewed in, oh so my I couldn't god. get it out. So I keep thinking about, like, I know we're saying, oh, it's just the child in it, but is there any type of spiritual? Connection that goes on there, not. I guess you you're okay. I yeah, mean, the yeah. baby is not with you, but now do that. I mean, I think it'd be beautiful to take on a little princess high spirit. But I mean, <laughs> if it was somebody like who is this person that has carried my child? Right. Am I taking something else with the baby? I
2: hope so. I hope she gets a little bit of me. Well, I, with I keep, you yes. I keep telling people too. I'm like this little baby. She is gonna like Aww. a little bit of trap music, a little bit of gospel. <laughs> She might need a black nanny. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, was, yeah, she. I think. I think that you know there is a connection. I think yeah. that's why they kind of choose you because they kind of you know feel your spirit and they try to feel you out. Is this somebody who I want my child to be with for nine months? Mm, because mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. they, you know they do take a piece of your. You know, babies can hear in the womb. Absolutely. That sort of thing. There's Absolutely. so much you know, wow. scientific stuff that goes that's on. A, so that's so, so deep. yeah. So, we cannot go deep in 30
0: minutes. Wait, but I got yes. a question
1: for you with the whole human hair thing. Oh, yes. <laughs> I got to bring it back. Bring it back. So, did you step away from wearing a human hair? I did for a long Shut time. Up. I was like, I'll just
0: stick with the horse hair and the synthetic. But then you went back to it. But then I was all so right. That was a shift. That was something. a shift. Okay, became... I think I just didn't care after okay. a while. I was all like, right. well, come on with us. Oh, Plead man. the blood over their spirit yeah. too, but <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> what this has the hair has nothing to do with curious conceptions, and we no, can go was, so, many, so many directions. <laughs> Jolanda, final thoughts. Kind of in a nutshell, again, 30 minutes is not enough time to really get into, into yeah. depth on it. Yeah. No,
1: I love that idea, Brandy, that you have about the stones. Yeah. Because see, the reality is when we're talking about curious conceptions, yeah. there are so many things that happen in our lives. So say, for example, there's a believer that has an illness, that has cancer and is experiencing chemotherapy that's going to prevent them from having children. And they're married. They want to parent. And so they... Choose the route of a surrogate, going through IVF. Is that something that you judge? Mm-hmm. How do you know what the father right. has yeah. released them to do? That's There's good. just so you know many things around it. And if we look biblically, if it's two brothers and one of them died, like the wife gets to sleep with the other brother, <laughs> we don't do that <laughs> now. <laughs> But I think if your heart, if he's moved on your heart to give that gift to another person, then that is ultimately between
2: you and the father. I'm so here for it.
0: Princess, uh, give us some parting words and tell people how
2: they can connect with you if they are interested in being a surrogate. Sure. So if you are interested in becoming a surrogate or you know somebody who might be, you can connect with me on Facebook. My name is Princess It's spelled the traditional way, P-R-I-N-C-E-S-S-H-I-G-H. I'm also on Instagram as princess underscore Michelle underscore soloist. My phone number is actually on my flyer that you can, you'll can you see circulating on Facebook. Um, I would appreciate if you share that, get the word out. My goal is to reach 100,000 people, get the information out to 100,000 people by Mother's Day. So yes, find me on social media. We'll love to connect with you. I love it. And thank you guys so much for joining us for
0: another episode of Believers After Dark. Tape right here in the Neo Soul Production Studio. So shout out to LaShondra Scott. We appreciate her so much for use of this space. Also another sponsor of Believers After Dark. And if you guys have a topic or something that you want to talk about that maybe is not so easy to talk about in your church or even in your community, Because yes, maybe some of us are believers after dark, but everybody that sits at this table, I can get it out, Jesus. (laughs) In the future may not be a believer, but we do have to at some point get to the place where we can have open conversations and begin a dialogue because really at the core of it, of, of what we believe, especially as Christians, is love. So how can I love you a little bit more? And that starts with with listening and, as we said earlier, having open discussion and joining the conversation. I hope you've enjoyed yourself. Make sure you stay connected to us at www.savedandthecityintl.com. Or if you have, again, any topic, make sure you email us at savedandthecitymke at gmail.com. We love you here at Relievers After Dark. And until next week, be encouraged.